Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Rock With Success, which is an award-winning show for professional women. We profile a collective of amazing women who are thriving to build their brand. Women are handpicked in various fields who can provide credible information to build your business and lifestyle. We are live each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. To learn more about us, go to our website at www.womenwhorockwithsuccess.com. Now, let's join our podcast host in the studio, Mrs. Diane Winbush. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show today. This is your host, Ms. Diane Winbush. Just in the south, it's a little chilly, a little trying to rain a little bit, but we are ready to get into our Thursday's podcast on today. And so on today, uh, we have a guest that's in the studio. Um, he's going to tell us a, a little bit about himself, tell us a little about his brand, and uh, we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes um, uh, of his career. And so good morning and welcome. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Great, great, fantastic. So um, we're going to get started. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about how you got started and what kind of compelled you uh, to be able to thrive into your career, into your brand. And so this kind of helps the audience a little bit to kind of loosen up with what you um, what you did before um, and always, and also up to what you're doing as of now. Okay. Um, okay. So – are we ready? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so my name is Corey Schaffer. I'm founder of Tilvahala Project, and, uh, and Tilvahala Project is a, is a clothing brand in which we take the proceeds and we make memorial plaques for the families of, of fallen heroes, and we anonymously deliver them all across the United States. So um, by buying our, our apparel, um, and we make these memorials, we reach out to uh, past existing customers and we ask them to help us find fallen heroes and deliver these these plaques. So it's one of these things that, that actually, you know, has not been around for that long, uh, despite okay. the massive growth, uh, growth that we had. But, you know, it started about uh, four years ago, 2017, um, after I had gotten out of the Marine Corps. And okay. it kind of manifested after I had lost um, several of my guys to suicide after we got back from Afghanistan. Um, It kind of became a coping mechanism for me, uh, making memorial plaques. So the plaques came first, um, and I started making memorial plaques, and I needed to find a way to get them to, um, you know, these heroes' families. And um, after delivering my first one, it really became something that I wanted to do full-time, and in order to find a way to to fund that mission, that mission, I created a clothing brand to make it happen. Okay, okay, great, great. Okay, and so fashion is in, no matter what season um, it is. But um, it appears that you have a cause as to um, the reason why that you, um, you know, have this clothing line and what have you. So, what are what are, what are uh, some of the types of um, I guess audience or people that you kind of uh, serve with your clothing? Is it uh, for women or yeah. for men or for both? So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So most of our products are, are graphic tees, so it's not, you know, it's it's less about, uh, you know, cuts and 
and uh, colors. It's more about what does the T-shirt say, what is what is the messaging on the T-shirt. So um, the, the people who we're really talking to, for the most part, are people who are who are either veterans or uh, military or you know, so military veterans, law enforcement, first responders, um, and people who support individuals like those, like people who support our heroes. So a lot of patriots, mm-hmm. a lot of veterans, that's really who our message, you know, resonates with because we're talking about, you know, how we never want to forget the name of our fallen heroes and that by saying they, by saying their name, we're preserving their legacies. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that message really resonates with people who have a lot of either military experience personally or they come from military style families. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's really where the products resonate because a lot of our T-shirts are, are very selfless. So, you know, okay. like a message on our T-shirt would be like, uh, you know, like one of my T-shirts says, do not give in to the war within and veteran suicide. So, you know, the T-shirt is not for the individual wearing it. The T-shirt is in the hopes that we're going to walk past a veteran one day and they're going to see it and they are you know, going to continue with life versus ending it. And our T-shirts have made impacts like that, you know, continuously over the past couple of years. Like our shirts will say, hey, stay with us. You know, don't leave us. Mm-hmm. Like we want to work with you. Mm-hmm. We want to be friendly. You know, hey, I'm here to talk to you. So it really promotes mm-hmm. a lot of mental health. Um, and by promoting, uh, by promoting mental health, it, it keeps heroes from ending up on plaques in the first place. Okay. Okay. Great. So, of course, you know, for the last 20 years, um, you know, um, we've been, you know, dealing with the war in Afghanistan and what have you, um, you know, speaking of veterans. And so um, how has that kind of impacted you even the more? You know, there were some, a lot of discrepancies that was done, uh, you know, don't want to make the podcast or, or the segment out of a political um, um right, issue right. but um a lot of the um afghanistans the the POWs or not prison of wars but individuals kind of are stuck over there now and then some of them has came back and so how has your organization been a big huge support uh for those guys that um were finally released after all of those years that's a lot of time to be away from family and what have you and let's put a pin in that and how has this been able to help Talking about your organization, the mental process. Because just think about it, we're we're on two different time scales: uh, the United States as well as Afghanistan. And so the people have to come back. I'm pretty sure they wasn't over there for the full 20 years. I know they uh, furloughed to be able to come back home and what have you. But I'm pretty sure that's a mental um, uh, a strain as well on both sides of the family. Though those that are here in America as well as those that are that are um, the soldiers and veterans um, that uh, came out of Afghanistan. So we want to talk about that a little bit and things because this is one pet peeve of mine, and um, I'm not trying to make it out of a religious segment either, but, you know, that's who I pray for the most is the veterans. Sometimes we overlook the small things, people that we don't see every day. And so we want to talk about that a little bit and how your organization has been an impact even for those that um, are still returning, um, you know, from Afghanistan. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just like you said, not it's, you know, nothing political about it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the withdrawal hurt. It hurt a lot of us. I mean, it hurt, hurt a lot of our guys. Like, 
you know, we remember going over there and fighting for, you know, this land, like willing to give up our lives. And, you know, mm -hmm. many of us, you know, many people giving up their lives, you know, to, to recapture land and to and to push forward and to to regain control of the area, you know, just for all of that to, to go away so fast. And I will say, you know, I, I made a post about it and I said, listen, you know, I'm the one who sits there and promotes mental health all day. And, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, as the person who does like to promote mental health, I knew that mine was struggling when we when we withdrew. So I was letting everybody know that they need to look out for their veterans because I expected veteran suicide to go up you know, uh, dramatically because of that. You know, it's at the end of the day is, you know, you, you know, you never really leave Afghanistan. You just kind of learn how to. Um, you know, kind of cope with it on a daily basis. And it's it's always going to mm -hmm. be a huge part of, of a lot of veterans' lives. And, you know, as, as you were kind of saying, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, Afghanistan mm -hmm. has been mostly out of media for, you know, better half of almost a decade now. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone's just kind of forgotten about it. And, you know, despite people over there getting hurt despite people going over there fighting it's it's really just been the forgotten you know the forgotten war so to speak and 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 we we as veterans you know we don't like knowing that there's people over there fighting if we can't be there so i know a lot of vets wanted to go back over there we all wanted to fight um we all wanted to go back there and just kind of and you know recoup and and get it together and you know, the fact that we withdrew and then we lost, you know, 13 heroes, um, you know, young heroes, mm. people that didn't seem mm. to have, you know, experience, you know, it's like they were, you know, they're on their first deployment and, you know, killed by a suicide bomber. It's really just, um, it hits every veteran really, really, really hard when stuff like that happens because, you know, we knew if we were there, it would be able to, we would be able to help in some way, shape or form, you know, we'd be able to shed expertise. So I think every veteran, um, yeah, from every war, I think was was really hit with that, um, mm -hmm. you know, with the reality of of us pulling out and the reality of, you know, the the people we think of who are no longer here, of them basically mm -hmm. dying in vain, and um, it doesn't sit well. So, as far as mm -hmm. what Tilva Hollow Project did, uh, Tilva Hollow Project, um, you know, by I think it's okay to talk about it now, but we, we yes, ended up making please. memorial plaques for um, we ended up making memorial plaques for all thirteen of those heroes, and mm -hmm. um, and they're still actively being delivered to to those families by surprise. And so you know, instantly as soon as those heroes passed, they became a huge part of our everyday operation. We were figuring out how to get you know we were contacting the Marine Corps trying to figure out how to get the information for the families and we were actively building the memorials before we even knew where they were going. And basically mm -hmm. our world stood still. And, um, you know, so they, so my team started working on the fallen hero aspect of it. And then I started working on the veteran aspect of it, like based off, off of our feelings. And, you know, so I had to hurry up and get a t-shirt out that mm -hmm. was going to help people deal with with the reality of the situation versus thinking of some of the other brands and the other companies saying like you know oh what was it for it was for nothing you know and you know me coming out saying like listen 
we went over there for a chance for peace. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. about winning. It was about a chance to give people a better life. And we did the best that we could at it. And, you know, and for that, we'll, we'll probably risk it all and we would do it again, you know? And like, that was, mm-hmm. that was the, the angle that till the hollow project approached. And we had mm-hmm. a very positive response of, of veterans saying like, you know, from that angle, I don't feel as bad. And I think that personally, you know, whether whether it had direct relation or an indirect relation, I mean, at some point that that T-shirt is going to make a veteran think twice and it's going to save a life mm-hmm. uh, if, it, if it hasn't mm-hmm. already. So it's like that's how we approached it. We approached it with honoring our fallen heroes, the ones who mm-hmm. lost their lives over there. And then we, we wanted to hurry up and promote a positive message for for the veterans on on our side with our apparel. Mhm, mhm, absolutely. Because that was going to be the next question. I think you may have already partially answered it as to um, even um, how the families are impacted. Uh, it was very devastating to hear about the 13. But the most empowering thing that I did hear in regards to uh, the 13 um, that were um, that passed away, um, some of their parents had delivered a very, very powerful message saying that, you know, their their children or their sons, uh, you know, this is what they live for, this is what they, they, they would, you know, die for their country and what have you. And I feel that once an individual understands that what their purpose and their mission is, is, you know, joining the military and what have you, I think that uh, they can, you know, they are already – I guess, a winner, whether they, uh, you know, come back or whether they don't come back. And so that's um, another question that I would like to, you know, I guess, uh, bring to the audience, to you from your project, not just with the 13, but how has this impacted families, you know, your organization, when you can just present them. You know, sometimes a family member don't need any money. Sometimes a plaque or T-shirt that which you provide um, for so many um, can be uh, um, such somewhat of a blessing in disguise, and it can be able to uplift families um, all over the country. So uh, that would be um, another um, would be the next question that I would uh, um, like to ask. And things: How has this even impacted yeah. others, other people's families, and 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 you know, and their children? You know, we leave the children out as well and stuff. How has this impacted them? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, this, it makes, it makes a lot of families understand, especially, you know, from the, the heroes that were over there who didn't get hurt. I mean, instantly when it happened, I mean, I had a, uh, I had an old, um, um, I had an old lieutenant over there who had, who had recently got promoted to captain. Like he was mm-hmm. my generation and he was over there when it happened. So, I mean, including like almost every family in America who had a relation to a hero over there panicked when we figured out what happened. And, and, you know, I think that for a lot of families, it was a very bittersweet moment to realize that, you know, when, when we finally did hear the names of, of those heroes that we lost, you know, they had like a bittersweet moment of like, Oh my, you know, my kid is okay, but 13 other families, their kid is not and mm-hmm. i know that mm-hmm. that affected a lot of families uh mentally and mm-hmm. um because of course it's a relief but it's like the worst relief ever is it's very odd to deal with that so so i think it's affected a lot of families mental health as far as 
um, like indirectly from the 13 heroes. And then for the 13 hero, for the 13 heroes family, I mean, the, there is no, there is no making it better. And of course, you know, every, every veteran usually goes over there knowing what they want to do. And, and, um, you know, they're willing to lay down their life for, for mm-hmm. us. And then that's what, you know, that's extremely commendable, but for the families, it's still, most families never think it'll end up happening to them. And, and, you know, we all hope that they're right. And with these plaques, like, just like you're saying, like money, money's short lived, right? You know, if even mm-hmm. if you can give mm-hmm. every family a hundred thousand dollars, I mean, what does that do? I mean, it's a, you know, it depreciates in value, you know, it, it mm-hmm. buys less and sure. less every year. And, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people wouldn't know how to make that hundred thousand dollars really do something, um, you know, majorly, I guess crazy beneficial. I mean, it'll help them out of a you know short-term financial crisis. But at the same time, um, you know, as long as their their you know funeral costs and all that stuff is being taken care of, which there's so many there's so many places out there that take care of that stuff. For me, a plaque is priceless, and and the the Absolutely. peace of mind knowing that their that their fallen hero is going to be remembered even after they pass away is the priceless thing. You can't buy it physically. You can't even buy it from us. Like you cannot purchase plaques. So mm-hmm. they, they can only be given, they can never be bought. So for us, we we do more than the plaque. We make them their memorial plaque package. We make them uh, custom uh, metal wristbands that have their names etched into them. And then we also pro- like uh, promote them on our digital wallet heroes. And that has continuous advertisements that run to it to get people from all over the world to, to recognize these heroes. And that's something that will never stop running, even after I'm long gone and after, you know, it, just after everything, as long as there's advertising still around, mm-hmm. our goal is to, is to continue to have them. So, you know, a couple hundred years from now, I'm sure advertisements will still be there. And, you know, they'll still be getting promoted in some way, shape or form. And that's that to me is the that to me is the most beneficial part that, like I said, money really can't buy it. And Mm -hmm. money can't buy the peace of mind knowing that their hero is going to live on. And that to me is why the plaques are so important. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, when because obviously we've made these plaques for for heroes who have passed recently, but we also make plaques for for heroes who passed away. 20 years ago in, in Afghanistan and we we go up to their okay. family you know today and we okay. will drop off a plaque we don't even we don't even let them know like they don't even know who dropped it off they don't even know where it came from like okay. you know it, it just shows up on their doorstep and okay. they have no idea where it came from I mean imagine mm-hmm. losing a hero in Iraq in 2002 or 2004 mm-hmm. and thinking mm-hmm. that and thinking that the world's forgotten about them and then we we come up out of nowhere <laughs> Drop a memorial plaque wow. on their doorstep, render a wow. salute, drive away, and then they they just wow. they come home from work one day and it's just sitting there and they go, where did this thing come from? And that mm-hmm. to us is like that's what we're doing every single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so so awesome. That is awesome uh, because um, even after um, um, the veteran has uh, passed away or what have you, as you stated, 2002, 2003, 2004, and what have you. And then for that parent to come home or that loved one, that wife, or that child to come home and be able to still um, um, uh, know that someone is concerned, someone still cares about me, somebody, someone 
did put my name, my husband's name down or put my wife's name down or what have you, right. uh, you know, in their portfolio, that is very, very uh, um, encouraging. That's very encouraging. So even for um, the project, what are some of the long-term goals that you would like to achieve? I know that you're doing the T-shirt uh, campaign, and I know that you're doing the um, the um, plaque campaign, which are two awesome uh, priceless um, uh, tools that you could be able to give to any veteran or any family member that has lost a loved one. So what are some of the long-term goals that you would like to see uh, for the project so it can continue to uh, even advance? You know, we have everything. You know how things just they continue to grow. They have brand extensions. Like we have uh, Dawn dishwashing detergent, and then now you have it where you can be able to spray it, and then the oil or grease or whatever, the food content will come straight off the <laughs> off the uh, pan or what have you. So what are some of the things? People continue to extend their product. They continue to extend their brand. What are some of the long-term goals that you would like? Because this is very, very interesting, you know, that, you know, a lot of times, okay, so I receive veteran packets as well. And then, of course, we uh, have always been a support to uh, different projects, you know, financially and what have you. But sometimes you just want to reach out and touch the person besides just, you know, putting uh, money into a um, organization. Right. But with but with that being said, what are some of the long term goals that you would love for the project to be able to achieve for more veterans, for more family members, or even for the children where they can sit you know, sit back maybe fifteen, twenty years from now and say, you know what, someone still has my father's name somewhere mm-hmm. written down. Yeah, absolutely. And and the goals here they're they're pretty large and um, most of it has to re- has to revolve around how many plaques we want to get out per month. So right now we get about 64 plaques out per month. Um, you know that's that's grown exponentially. So almost every year we double our monthly output. But the short term goal is over a thousand plaques a month. And my my mm-hmm. main goal for the company is we can honor every hero. We want to honor every single hero who's fallen by every manner. So every person who's ever served. You know, whether it was a car accident, a heart attack, old age, you know, overseas, training accident. Like, we want to honor every single hero without, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it would be it would be great to create some sort of, um, it would be great to, for that, for that to happen, we would need to secure some sort of uh, arrangement or agreement with some sort of agency that would help us obtain that information quickly you Mm -hmm. know like i would love for that to be i would love for that to be you know so common for for us to be able to get that information because like right now we have to reverse engineer you know my my philosophy to my team is you know hey build the plaque first find out where it goes second you know so because we never want to have we never want to have a chance to you know to pass up a hero or something like that out of convenience you know, for us, you know, it's like, okay, well, this hero has all the information and this hero doesn't, you know, we never still want to put that, we never want to put that other hero on the back burner. We want to find its home. So, you know, we always, we always make the plaques first and then we find where it goes second. So it would really help our strategy in, in the long term as far as expansion goes and ma- and massive levels and getting it on every, uh, you know, getting a memorial plaque on the doorstep of every fallen hero family across the United States. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think that I think that that's the route we would have to go there. Also, expanding more globally um, and not even just honoring mm-hmm. um, the United States. I mean, you got Canada, you got you know, UK, you got so many places that are you know that help fight the war at some point, mm-hmm. um, or or who are involved in it and who who gave their lives too. It's like okay, well, you know, Americans aren't the only one over there treading ground and losing their lives. You know, there's so many other people, and I think right. that they deserve recognition too. And mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, the guys that I knew, yeah, they were Americans, but that, 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 that's not everybody's reality. So um, okay. I would love to expand this more globally to the point where you know, if people are, are fighting a if people are fighting a war, you know, especially like an allied war, I would love to go and expand the mission over to each version. So imagine like a, a Tilva Hollow Project UK or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. like where we can mm-hmm. break it up into larger pieces that can serve, you know, greater areas. So that's that mission there. And as far as products go, I mean, we are expanding products at a rapid rate. I mean, we got um, roughly 70 employees right now and they're running okay. our, they're running our clothing. They're running our um, CNC machines our laser engraving, our cups. Um, we, we're doing a lot of product expansion because we want people to just be able to, uh, to support us in any way that they can. You know, so some people don't like buying t-shirts online, but you know, you can buy a coffee mug or you can buy a steel piece or you can, you know, even if it's a sticker, like, so we're just expanding the product line there. But, um, in general, it's my goal is I want to be in the next year. I want to be sitting at about a hundred thousand square foot facility, getting about a thousand okay. plaques out per month, and roughly around three hundred or three hundred fifty okay. employees. Okay, 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 great. So even though, um, let's see how how can I put this question? Um, we want to talk about just for a few minutes about the nine eleven effect. Um, and your project um, as well, and uh, and I know that a lot of the individuals were not military or veterans, but I know that some were, uh, right. uh, you know, military and veterans, especially uh, you know uh, with the Pentagon as well. So how would how yeah how did it affect you, us? Yeah, how did that affect you? And then how would you I guess try to, you know, because we continue to come up on these anniversaries every year, and it's still a huge impact. You can't watch the 9-11 um, on television and not shed tears. It's still a huge right. impact, just like it happened yesterday. So is that some something that uh, your project would like to get into? To even We'll just start with the Pentagon. Just We'll just put the Twin Towers aside, not trying to say that we don't care anything about those that were right. lost in the Twin Towers. But I'm talking about as far as the, since you're on the military um, end of this, this perspective, what about the, we're going to say about the Pentagon and what have you, and how your organization could perhaps maybe um, – resonate with that even as well because i know that you deal with just one-on-one veterans and what have you but that's just something that kind of kind of struck me just a second ago and thinks about those that were lost with the 9-11 which we know that's over 2,000 of people that um that perished um in those events but on the pentagon side and what have you how did that impact you as a veteran yourself 
and how could that be well, able to help you to be able to, um, I guess, bring more uh, to those that were in the Pentagon, on the Pentagon side with your organization is to be able to help them as well. So uh, one thing to consider, uh, 9-11, you know, for me, I was in third grade. So Okay. And, and <laughs> okay. So, I mean, but at the end of the day, I know, right? It's so I was, you know, I was in the third grade when when nine eleven happened. But it's also the okay. core of everything that this mission was built off of. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you got to understand that I would never be in the military today if nine eleven never happened. I would have never built, wow. you know, such an amazing, fre- like friends and brothers. I would never have built and been in this this amazing brotherhood. I would never be where I'm at today if nine eleven never happened. Obviously, it's, okay. it's not a good thing, right? But at the same right. thing, it's the only reason why this mission exists, and it's the only reason why, you know, I'm here today. I I, I help fought, I help fight in the war that I saw on TV in third grade. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's uh you know you kind of grow up watching it on TV, and then one day you know you're you're on the you know you're on the yellow footprints waiting to to go in and go battle the same thing, and it's. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy, and I think a lot of us knew that. You know, when we when we went in there and uh, we joined the military, like we knew like nine eleven was the core reason, and we knew that the war was going on really, really long. And mm-hmm. um, so, every time nine eleven comes around for us, we all get hit with the reminder of like, dude, this is the same thing mm-hmm. we were watching mm-hmm. when we were kids, and now we're mm-hmm. we're you know burying our friends over it it's really i I think it means a lot i think it i won't say a lot more but i I think it means uh i think it's a different perspective for people like us and for like our age as far as as like you know the politics and everything that got involved Mm -hmm. with it you know we i don't know it kind of became our childhood you know some people have childhood movies that they remember forever it's like we have childhood events Mm -hmm. that we came back and we got you know we stood up to go Absolutely. kind of relive a lot of those experiences. And um, it's, a, it's a really bittersweet thing to see, you know, us losing heroes and, and whatnot mm-hmm. who, who were watching on TV. So I don't know. It, it's, it's weird for us. So, uh, but for nine 11, uh, there was a, a couple of years ago when, when Till the Hall project was first starting, um, I wanted to donate so if, if I create like a T-shirt that's like 9/11 oriented and stuff like that, like my goal is usually to like mm-hmm. donate something or same thing like breast cancer. Like you know, I, I did a breast cancer T-shirt last year and I was able to donate um, ten thousand um, dollars off it, which was really cool. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yesterday we just cut out our check. We donated uh, uh, one one million twenty three thousand like nine hundred twenty seven dollars. So uh, okay. towards reducing veteran suicide, paying for for vets therapy. So we just hit our million dollar goal, um, you know, for doing stuff like that. So I mean, and a lot of our T-shirts that we sell, and a lot of our products are related towards you know reducing veteran suicide. So, but back to the 9/11. So when I was faced with coming up with a 9/11 T-shirt, when when it started coming around and you know focusing it around the Twin Towers and the Pentagon. Um, mm-hmm. it was very difficult to find a place to donate the proceeds uh, because there was a lot of politics involved in it, and it was very, mm-hmm. uh, it was very, very hard for us. So, 
so I kind of created this little tradition that we still carry to uh, to today, and that is, you know, normal, normally our T-shirts are twenty five, you know, twenty five dollars or so, and I ended up making, you know, this beautiful T-shirt for and selling it for only nine dollars and eleven cents, and it's not profitable at all. It's okay. it's it's not profitable at all, but it's it's our okay. contribution to the nation that like we want to see as many people wearing those t-shirts as possible. So, you know, we've Mm -hmm. sold as many as, uh, you know, 6,000 in in three minutes, you know? Wow. So, yeah. And it's, it's things like that, that we're trying to get our, our generations to, to remember it and for it to be kind of saturated all over the place Mm -hmm. so that nobody forgets it. Just like we did with the Afghanistan war, just like we did with everything else. Like the more, Especially people and, and you know, uh, you know, people who were born. If you were born in three years before nine eleven. You're what in your twenties now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you were born in two thousand, you're you're damn near twenty two. You know. So it's like. Okay. <laughs> so it's. I'm trying to get people to remember it, and and I want to make it. Uh, I want to make it more known. To, to everybody in the world. So instead of uh, profiting off it, our our strategy was to push out a relatively unprofitable uh, product and just make sure that, you know, if you had mm-hmm. a $10 bill in your pocket, then you could get this tea shipped to your door and um, you can buy them in bulk for families and stuff like that. So that was really our big, our big thing. So we do that every year. So every year we have a huge, huge list of, of people. We've got over a million customers now. Um, you got a huge list of people who come over and, um, and who basically just wait for our nine eleven T. So the second, uh, so the second, uh, you know, September rolls around or August rolls around, people are just, okay, where's our nine eleven T? So, yeah, so it's really good. And we've seen them all over the place. You know, we've seen them, we've seen them in like massive football stadiums and we're seeing them all over mm-hmm. the news. Um, it's really, really, really cool to see. Uh, people bring so many attention or so much attention to, you know, a, a mm-hmm. t-shirt and indirectly, I think that it's really cool. Cause now you start seeing kids wearing them, you know, I'm seeing kids going into mm-hmm. middle school and stuff like that with some of our t-shirts on, especially for like nine 11. So it's really humbling to see it kind of getting passed down through generations and stuff. And it makes me feel really good about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because that's a large impact. Six thousand T-shirts in three minutes—that's a huge yeah. impact. And so, uh, that's a huge impact. You know, that I thought about—you uh, know—sometimes with Facebook uh, is, um, you know, they have to shut the page down or Instagram or something like that. I'm pretty sure your yep. website got got. Oh yeah, it's happened a couple times. <laughs> it's happened definitely wow, a couple that, times. Yeah, that is so awesome because we should never, ever forget about, uh, you know, like I said, 9-11. It's still, I don't care where it is on the news. I don't care if it's CNN or MSNBC or even on our local news station. Just whenever you see the family still, they're still marching. You know, it's still kind of a little heartbreaking. It still brings tears to your eyes to see the family members still marching to 
um, you know, the site, still going over there, still putting flowers down and what have you and things. Right. And so, you know, like I say, um, individuals here, we're here in the United States, but a lot of times when people are fighting, uh, you know, in different countries and what have you for the United States, veterans, uh, you know, are fighting. And we sometimes we we forget <laughs> we we forget sometimes, right. and it may take something like the thirteen that um that perished, which we you know we we hate what happened and what have you, and of course you know there's a lot of finger pointing. And like I said, we're not here to get into politics, but that kind of refreshed everybody. Put your mind back on the veterans. Yeah. Put your mind back on it the unites people. Put your mind. It does. It does. It seems like it brought the United States back together. It brought us back together as a whole. It brought our Constitution. It, it made our uh, flag uh, stand even stronger and what have you. And so, you know, that's the reason why, you know, we should always, I mean, I I, I don't want to say it like that, but I, I hate that it has to come to an, an issue like that for us to be able to put our focus on something that is so uh, valuable because, you know, we're in the bed, we're shopping, we're eating, we've got our own family and children and individuals such as yourself, you've went over there, you've fought, and other individuals are still, you know, fighting in, in, in different areas and what have you, and we have the leisure where you all are on the front line, you know, uh, giving your lives, of, you know, up for things that we perhaps maybe see it as some sort of convenience or what have you. So, you know, of course, I applaud you and your organization uh, for helping uh, others and also continue to keep the flames burning for veterans, keeping the, the flames burning for the families that have lost individuals and keeping the flame burning for the children. The children are so impacted. People perhaps maybe not even know the effects of what the children go through versus what the wife or the husband uh, goes through when they have lost uh, a loved one. So um, that is so awesome. So this is the opportunity now. Corey, that you will have an opportunity um, to be able to connect with the audience, and the audience can be able to follow you uh, by you sharing any uh, website links. You can be able to share where they can be able to purchase um, any of your products and services, any books that you have published they would love to read. And so this is the opportunity that you can be able to share uh, also your social media um, links uh, with the audience so they can be able to connect with you further and get a bit, uh, even a general, uh, more effective understanding uh, of what you do and the purpose of your mission. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, fortunately for me, I think it's it's relatively easy. I don't have any books or anything crazy. The biggest thing I stand for <laughs> is our website. That is where everything that is where everything comes from. So our website is tillvalhallaproject.com, and uh, the word till is T-I-L. And thankfully, it's such a unique name. You type that into uh, TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, and you'll see um, a ton of people, um, you know, engaging with our stuff. And, and what the really cool part is, so if you want to support us, you go to tellvahalaproject.com, you purchase a t-shirt, you purchase a mug, whatever um, you guys really, you know, want. And then my favorite thing to do is have people go over to, like, TikTok, where, and it'll it's just Tilvahala Project on TikTok. And when you go there, you get to see a lot of things like our plaque deliveries. You get to see like you know distant videos of like us walking up mm -hmm. to families' homes and dropping you know I say dropping but placing memorial plaques on the fam on the doorsteps of these families of fallen heroes and like you get to see sometimes the families will come out and we'll engage with them and they'll invite us inside and 
you know, you'll get to see me travel all the way to, I'm in Florida, so you'll see me travel all the way to Rhode okay. Island to go surprise the family with the plaque. Like, you know, if you want to support the mission, killvahalaproject.com is a way to do it. If you want to see what the mission does and what we're about, um, head over to our social media, um, especially like TikTok, and just see the, the raw reactions of, you know, of us anonymously delivering these memorials and just seeing everything that we're about and, and a lot of pictures of the plaques that we've, we've made. Okay. Okay, great. So, everyone, we have had a wonderful time uh, with veteran Corey Schaefer on today. He has shared tons of information. Uh, and, of course, this is a topic that can be shared with anybody. That's the thing about it. A lot, a lot of times we have coaching we have actors, act- actresses, and we have uh, professionals, other business professionals here, but that's a one specific genre or category. But this here is something unique that we could share with the world because everyone knows someone or has a family member that's in the military or is a veteran. And so this is something that is very, very important that we can be able to uh, connect and resonate uh, with. So thank you so much, Corey, for being our guest on today. And, of course, uh, uh, we continue to to pray for your project and for your efforts uh, for millions of people around the world uh, as a long-term and a short-term, you know, goal. And so, listeners, you already know where to go to. You can go to our Facebook page, and then there you will see um, who's going to be our next guest on the show. So thank you again, Corey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, great. Everyone have a great day.